Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On today's episode, I want to share with you the three main reasons that 95% of digital marketers fail. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So if you were to start a florist, a shop that sells flowers, let me ask you a question. Would you then try to sell haircuts and then maybe two or three months later start to sell cheeseburgers and then maybe a month after that try to sell paintings? Probably not. You might even be laughing and saying, Brett, what are you talking about? But this is exactly why it's the number one reason, actually, one of the three, that digital marketers fail because they have a lack of focus. They basically start off with an idea. And for the most part, you know, they might have, you know, some reason that they like the idea. But then what ends up happening is if they're not seeing instant success, if they think that something else looks like it could also be lucrative, they don't have any focus. And so they don't really know what it is that they're going to be offering. They don't really know what their product line is supposed to be. And they don't really know what the end result that they're trying to achieve for their customers is. At the end of the day, right, business is business. And so that means that you need to be able to create an end result for your customer that's going to make them happier, that's going to solve their problems, that's going to, you know, make them wealthier, more beautiful, like whatever it is that's ailing them, whatever it is that you're providing has to do something for the customer. You know, it isn't about what you want or what you want to sell. It's about what people are willing to spend money to buy. You know, everybody works hard for their money. Nobody wants to waste it but they're willing to invest it and spend it on things that bother them or things that are going to improve their life. And so you need a focus about, you know, what it is exactly that you're trying to accomplish, what it is exactly that you're thinking you're going to be able to offer, what exactly you think it is that you're going to be able to do to help people to improve their lives. You know, that is the number one core thing of anything is that understand what it is that you're getting into business for understand what it is that you're getting into business to offer and understand what it is that you're trying to create as an end result. Then you can always morph what you're going to be doing to make it fit the goal better. And that's fine because the more that you meet people's needs, the better you're going to do, the more successful you're going to be. So it doesn't mean if you start a flower shop, you can only sell flowers and it doesn't mean you know, there aren't some other things or add-on services that you could offer also. But the fact is, so many people get involved on a whim because they see something that they think, well, this would be easy to get started. And so they jump in with both feet. And, you know, that's great. It's good to have that sort of entrepreneurial spirit and that drive and that willingness to give it a shot. But then there's not really any direction. There's not really any focus and so they're very easily distracted. And particularly in an industry where things are very fast moving in the online world, you see other things that catch your attention and start to think, well, maybe that's where 
um, you know, I, I should focus my time or maybe that. And so you're, you're sort of scattered all over the place. And if you contrast that with brands and companies that are very successful, what do they do? They may offer new things here and there to expand their product line, to expand their market penetration, to make more sales. But for the most part, they stick with what they offer, right? If you go to McDonald's, they've had the Big Mac since the beginning of time. They don't throw away the Big Mac and start selling something new. They'll offer something new also. And then if it does really well, they can either bring it around seasonally to get you to come back into the store, or they could add it to the menu permanently. So they always have something new they're offering, some kind of twist, but the hamburger, the cheeseburger, the chicken nuggets, like all that stuff, the fries are the same. They're not selling hamburgers today, hot dogs tomorrow, fish the next day, you know, um, you know, gyros the day after that. They, they don't do that because people know what to expect. And so, you know, they've gotten to a point where they've perfected the process of what they do. Everybody knows exactly what it is you're going to get when you go there. And whether or not you love the food or don't, the fact is they're focused on what they're doing. And so that makes a, a big, big difference. The second thing is a commitment. And so if we go back to sort of our initial example, you wouldn't open a florist today, shut it down tomorrow and open a barbershop tomorrow, shut it down and open an ice cream parlor the day after, would you? Of course not. It's absolutely absurd because the cost that's involved in doing that is so high that you'd be burning hundreds of thousands of dollars and not making anything. It's silly. The whole idea of it is silly. In fact, if you spent any kind of money like close to that to open any business, you would probably do whatever it, you could to make it successful. You would probably work as hard as you could, work as long as you needed to, and be willing to do pretty much anything you need to do to make it work because you have so much investment in it. And that is the second key is commitment. You know, because there are really low barriers to entry, to start a digital marketing business, what do you really need? I mean, a website, you can get a domain for 10 bucks. You could probably get it for free, depending on who you go through. You could set up a, a web page. You could even get like a free trial of website builder software or buy like private label rights products and essentially be in business pretty much in a day. And so the great part about that is it's very low barrier to entry. Anybody can get involved. It's very democratized. You know, there's no such thing as like you need deep pockets to compete or anything like that. But at the same time, that's sort of a double-edged sword because, because there's no commitment, you also have a lack of commitment to focusing on what you need to do to make it work. Because if it doesn't work, it's sort of disposable, right? If you go to the store and whatever, you buy a candy bar, you take a bite of it, you don't like it, what do you do? You throw it away. Because what does it cost you? A dollar. But if you go out and you buy a new piece of technology that you spent $800 on, you're going to find a way to get the most value out of that as you can, or you're going to return it because it's too expensive to just throw it away. You know, you're not gonna go out, buy a brand new cell phone and then throw it in the trash. At a minimum, you trade it in because you're committed to making it work. You know, it actually reminds me of a funny thing from the customer side. Um, you know, there, there was a, a thing going around um, years ago where uh, people were offering products and, and, you know, customers are aware of the fact that there's very low uh, hard cost 
right? If I'm selling, you know, brand new cars, you know that I spent thousands and thousands of dollars to build the car. You're not going to ask me for the car for free. But, you know, software, whatever, learning products, those kinds of things. People understand that, you know, you could sell an unlimited number of them. And once you've created it once, it doesn't cost you anymore, really. And so people, you know, would, would go by the old idea that, well, if it's so good and it's supposed to make me successful or wealthy or whatever, why don't you give it to me for free? And then after I get results, I'll go ahead and I will pay for it. In fact, I'll even pay you double. And on the surface, it sounds great, right? You say, well, why not, right? I mean, everybody wins. I have, you know, belief in my product. I know it's going to work. So why not give it to people for free? They'll make a lot of money. The problem is, and statistics show this, by the way, in every industry since the beginning of time, when you give people something for free, they don't value it. So nobody ever does anything with it. You know, they will go to the ends of the earth if it costs them $10,000 to buy it to make it work. If you give it to them for free, it could be the exact same thing and they'll, they don't care. They'll, they'll never even open it. It'll sit on their computer. They'll never log in. They'll never go through the lessons. And so the truth is, from a commitment standpoint, you have to have some level of commitment in whatever it is that you're doing in order to be successful. And it really doesn't matter, you know, what sort of industry you're in or what product line you're selling or any of that kind of stuff. The fact is, it, that's a universal truth. Because no matter what it is, it's going to take a little bit of effort to make it work. And most things that you're going to do aren't going to work first time out of the gate. You got to work at them. You got to come up the learning curve a little bit, adjust your approach, figure out what it is that you need in order to make it work. I mean, I can't tell you the number of things that I've, courses I bought or, or you know, systems I went through where they laid out all the steps. And to be honest, the product was actually good. But when you go to put it all together like that, it never works exactly the same way. There's always some adjustments you need to make and you need to be willing to sort of roll up your sleeves and do what you need to do to make it work. And that level of commitment is another huge thing. If you have a big investment financially, you don't have a problem of lack of focus or lack of commitment. But unfortunately, in the digital marketing space, while it is so easy to get into, that also leads to that very same problem is that people don't have the same level of commitment and the same level of buy-in to make sure that they go ahead and do what they need to do. And then the third thing, and obviously all three of these are related, is chasing the money. I can't tell you the number of times that I've talked to people where, um, you know, today, in fact, if we just look at it today, um, I'll ask you the question, have you um, considered looking into crypto? as a way to make money. How about NFTs? For if you're, you know, like most of the digital marketers out there, the answer is yes, yes, and yes, with a big yes, because those are brand new, they're hot, they're sexy technologies. The reality of it is, it was Amazon dropshipping before that. It was, you know, Google AdWords, it was Facebook ads, it was SEO, it was, you know, there's one thing after another. And the problem is, with every single industry, the laws of supply and demand work like this. No matter what is going on, it will reach equilibrium. So if there's easy money to be made, it won't be easy for long. You know, you, you have a slight hope that if you're ahead of everybody, you might be able to eke out a little bit extra 
before everybody else catches up. But people will get in, they'll optimize, and they'll start doing it better than what you're doing. And you will soon be out of business if all you do is chase the money. And you need to look no further than Facebook ads. You used to be able to get ads for a couple of cents. Most people didn't make money with them. Now it's, you know, $10, $15 because people have extensive funnels. You know, they're not just making a sale on the front end. They have sophisticated ads with complete sales funnels where they know to the nickel how much they can spend on a customer and how much they can make. And they've optimized it all. And every other industry works exactly the same way. All of those industries reach a saturation point really fast. So once again, if all you're doing is looking at where's the opportunity to make all the money, it's the wrong question to be asking. You know, digital marketers that chase the money will always be buying and trying stuff and never getting any results. And it isn't the vehicle that you're trying. I'm not suggesting you can't make money in crypto or NFT. What I'm saying is, if that's your passion and you love it, find a way to make it work. Learn everything there is to know about it and master it and, and you know, rock it. But if you're just chasing it because you think it's quick, easy dollars, it's a big mistake. Because all you're going to do is spin your wheels, not make anything, and burn money on a bunch of different things as you keep moving on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Um, and I can save you the, the suspense and the mystery up front because that's exactly what's going to happen. It's happened to tons of people that I know. And early on, I fell victim to it myself before I could figure out exactly what it is that I wanted to do. And um, so the reality of it is you need to find what it is that you're passionate about and focus on that because those are the people you're competing against. If I put it, if I flip it on its head and look at it in a different way, let's say you wanted to go into crypto and you're like, yeah, yeah, this sounds good. There are people out there that love it. They're eating it, they're breathing it, they're sleeping it, they're learning everything about it. How are you gonna compete with them once they've mastered how to create, you know, you know, programs to make this thing work, whether it's software or training or whatever, and they're pouring everything they've got into it. They're learning everything. They're interviewing people. They're studying it. They're in the trenches doing the stuff every single day. It isn't going to be long before you can't compete with them at all. And the same, by the way, would be true for you. If you are passionate about something to that level and you get that in bed with it, it's going to be very hard for people to catch you or compete with you in the industry you're in. So the right way to do it is find something that you love. Digital marketing is an awesome industry because it's easy to get started and you don't need a lot of money or even time. But you need to find something you love. You need to focus on just that, not get distracted by other stuff. And you need to commit to it to make it work. Do stuff, learn from your mistakes and learn from the results you're getting. Adjust your approach and keep doing it until you get to where you want to be. That right there in a nutshell is the absolute 100% secret to success in digital marketing. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.